You are Jason Breakfield. And you are Henry Link. And y'all are listening to Faithful Citizens. Faithful Citizens is a podcast created to help citizens of God's kingdom live for and love Jesus faithfully in today's society and culture. All right, episode three. Episode three. I hope everybody's having a great Monday so far. Hopefully. It is Monday. It is Monday. If you're listening on a Tuesday or Wednesday, I hope it's a great Tuesday or Wednesday. We hope you're having a great week, week right? Yeah. There it is. There it, there is. it is. So, well, you know, and I I don't know what we're going to do when we start doing a uh, video version of this, because again, as you said last week, you just can't help but dance with the... Yeah, and I feel like we have a face for podcast too. I think we do. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> Let's talk about something else, something better than that, though, today, <laughs> and really focusing on what, what we want to talk about. Before we get into that, Jason, let me ask you a question. Okay. What's the greatest news you, you've ever heard? Well, the obvious answer is that Jesus came to die for my sins. That's that mm-hmm. obvious answer, no. and that's not a church answer. Mm-hmm. That's the I was honest say truth. Sunday school, but still. It's a Jesus juke, but it's an honest answer. Uh, but I would say um, the greatest news I ever heard was when my wife said yes to marrying me. Oh, everybody yeah. say all oh, with them. Yeah. It, and, and let me just say, there's something about good news that we all want to hear. Yeah. You know, it, even like that news right there, you know, we joke about it. But really, it's encouraging and exciting for me to know that someone else received good news. And be, because we all want to hear good news. We want to we want to hear something good, especially when we look at the world today. And I believe we have the greatest news to share, and that news centers all around the person of Jesus yeah, Christ. Absolutely. And and the focus that of of this episode and we'll go ahead and give you the disclaimer, there's a chance that this may be broken up into two parts because what we're addressing today probably is one of the most important things, one of the most important questions mm-hmm. to answer, and that is the question, who is Jesus? As faithful citizens believing in the Christian faith, mm-hmm. I mean, his, his, his part of the title, you take Christ out of yeah. Christian and you have Ian, so I don't think that works. <laughs> is, that how, is, that, is that it? I think so. so. Ian. <laughs> well, I mean, we look at it, too, and we think... Like it, we say, okay, who is Jesus? And we think, okay, I can give you a definition of who is Jesus. But can you really? Because yeah. that question, there's so many layers to the answer. And I guarantee you, go look at a commentary, and if you find what is it, who is Jesus, you're going to find about 50 pages yeah, worth of information. Right. So, it, it, so it really is a a big question to no. answer. Uh, and so again, if we if this breaks up over two over two parts, know that that we we believe that this is important for us to answer. Mm-hmm. And, and what I want to make sure we do, Jason, is that we answer the question, "Who is Jesus?" Not the question, "Who is Jesus to you?" Yeah, uh, which is a popular question in today's society. And if we're desired to help. Uh, help citizens of God's kingdom live faithfully and love Jesus faithfully uh, in today's society and culture, then we have to understand how the culture is approaching this. Yeah. And it's very much a individual base. It's very much an individual, How who is Jesus to you? Mm-hmm. And he can be different to you than he is to me. Yeah. And so to kind of start that out, really we have to define who is Jesus. And so to kind of get our mind off of 
today's society, I want to go back and go back to 300, B, 300 AD, the founding of the church. The church is flourishing, and they are growing, and so much is happening, and so they're really starting to have to look and answer these these specific and these foundational questions, because uh, as Christianity spread across the known world, so much was happening, and so many uh, little distinctions and so many different answers, again, even coming in, who is Jesus to you? What does yeah. he mean to this and, and everything? And that's where they came up with finally the, what, what is now known as the Apostles' Creed. Yeah. And the Apostles' Creed, which is one of the foundational creeds outside of Scripture, second only to the, the inspired Word of God, has been one of the foundational sources that we use, that the Church uses to define our foundational beliefs. And in the Apostles' Creed, it says, I believe in God the Father, Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, and was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day He rose from the dead, He ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father, from whence He shall come and judge the quick and the dead." That's half of the creed. Yeah. Half of the creed is just speaking of who Jesus is. So that gives us an idea of how big this is. So with that said, Jason, where would you start if someone asked you, you know, who is Jesus? I would start it with who he isn't. Um, that, um, you know, being with high school ministers working, no, high school ministers, high school students, mm-hmm. Um, and their parents um, seeing society today of what those students are about to walk into in college and, and just life. Jesus is not some somebody that just always spoke about love and all the you know like he's just all about to love. He's he's all he's all about love. He's all about grace. You mm-hmm. know he's not this man that really spoke about hell. He's not this really this man that spoke about um, being um, a being good person. A good person. Yeah, because. If we really want to dive down into it, if 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 the world if if Jesus all he did was speak about love and peace, he wouldn't get crucified. That's right. If if nothing else, the Romans would have protected him. Yeah, if he was about helping bring unity, uh, then why did he? Why do we have the account that he had to die? Exactly uh, for that. And so that 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 brings us to the understanding when answering for me who Jesus is. I have to go back to that he is the Son of God. Yeah, we believe Jesus is the Son of God, eternal in nature, came and took on human form. 100% man, but 100% yeah. God. And we have to have that understanding. He's not a God. He's not a son of God. Mm-hmm. He is the only son of God. Yeah. And so when, so the first thing I always want to point people to is, again, going back to the Gospel of John, which is one of, when speaking of the person of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, probably one of the best books to go to really dive into who he is. Is not just yeah. the teaching, but 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 who Jesus is. And John says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." Yeah. In the first in the first couple of verses, but then he brings that into who Jesus is when he says in verse fourteen, "And the Word became flesh yeah. and dwelt among us." And I always when when I always add in there, I always put in the he was the prophesied Messiah mm. because mm-hmm. that asked the question. He was prophesied. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. 
well, this guy just didn't show up on the earth and say, well, I'm here, I'm the son of God. He was spoken about for thousands of years before he arrived, and that just adds to the validity of who he was. But, you know, and also 1 Timothy 2.45 says that he's our mediator. He mm. he, There had to be a mediator between us and God. He satisfied that need of he spoke to God on our account, mm-hmm. and God spoke through him to our account. Like So we see that Jesus was showing us who God is, mm. And then Jesus was going to God saying, "These are my children. I died for them." Yes, so. and and that and that's where again that that humanity and that divinity really come together. Yeah. And if we try to remove one of those, then we really we're we're, we're distorting who Jesus is, and we, yeah. we really begin to lose the biblical account of Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, understanding that if we take away his humanity, then he wasn't like us, and so he really couldn't pay the penalty that we were meant to pay. Yeah. But if he wasn't fully God, then he would be with sin, not without sin, and therefore having to pay for his own sins, not being able to be sacrificed in our place. And yeah. so and so Jesus, we have to, before anything else, we have to understand that Jesus is God. Yeah. Jesus is God. The Son of God, He is eternal uh, in in nature. He is eternal in existence, uh, but He did come and, and He took on He took on what He didn't have before. He didn't He didn't He didn't put aside and completely uh, forsake His His godness. He didn't His the divine nature, yeah. but He added on a full humanity. Uh, and, and, and he came for a purpose. Uh, and that's where, and then that's where we move into the understanding of the message of Jesus, because it's one thing just to talk about the person of Jesus, but, but when talking about Jesus, so many people talk about what, what did he come to preach? What, 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 what was his message? Because, and I think that's what's actually being skewed and being kind of disordered the most in today's world and society yeah. uh, because what what today's society wants to communicate is that his message was a message of love it was a message uh of peace it was a message of really can't we all just get along type yeah. thing love your love your neighbor yeah. uh and, and we forget we forget the whole purpose and we forget what he really came and declared yeah and you know we look for me, the verse that came to mind when um, we asked that question was Mark one fifteen. You know, mm. this is Jesus speaking. He says, "The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news." Mm. That was his message. Mm-hmm. You know, and we look at that word "kingdom." What does that word "kingdom" mean? It what to simplify it, God is here. The, all those prophets that prophesied. The kingdom of God is here. Mm. He's come to save you of your sins, so repent. And the good news that he's called us to believe is that he loves us, he forgave us, and he's going to die for us. Mm-hmm. That's well, the good news. That's right. And and that's the message that that he that he came to declare based again according to scripture which is our foundation which is our source that we have to lean on not leaning on our own understanding but really looking to scripture and and the thing that one of the things that in preparing for this one of the things that I went back to is talking about the big picture of the bible and tying this in with with the person of Jesus, because the story of the Bible is the story of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's the story of God 
creating, being good in who he is and loving and gracious and kind, creating us in his image, and we walked away from him. We turned away from him. We rebelled and sinned against him. And yet, instead of punishing, instead of condemning, instead of starting over, God loved and God God promised that there would be a restoration, that there yeah. would be reconciliation. And Jesus was the culmination of that. Yeah. Jesus was the apex, the 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 climax of the of the story that says this is what it's all about. And if we're not careful, what we can do is we can forget that Jesus didn't just come to teach us how to be good. Jesus came to give dead people life. Yeah. One thing that I've I've heard said before and I've I've just I've really made it any anytime talking about this topic is that I say that the reality is that Jesus came not mainly to teach us morality or perform miracles and heal individuals. He came to die for sin. And the message that he preached was turn from your sin. And the way that we do that is by trusting in his finished work. And we have to have that full understanding. We have to, and that brings in the belief, that brings in the doctrine of sin. Because really, what they, if we can get Jesus's message away from repent and believe, if we can get it to here's how to live a better life, here's how to live a a, a a decent life, here's how to make the world better, then we really can have the opportunity to remove sin from that. We can't remove we can't remove sin uh, with and, and not compromise the message of Jesus. And I think that's for me. You know, we look at today's world and we say, "Well, you believe your truth, and you say, well, I don't believe I'm that bad.' Well, Jesus says, repent. Mm-hmm. What are you repenting of? You're full of sin. I'm full of sin. No. I I repent. I say, I'm, I, I'm my sin's here.'" And Jesus, you're better. That's what I tell high school students all the time. I said, if you want to believe what the Bible says, believe that Jesus is better. Better than this world. Better than your addictions. Better Mm -hmm. than your vices. Better than uh, those things you struggle with. He is better. Believe that. Mm -hmm. Trust that. So repent. Don't run back to your sin for comfort because it's not ever going to offer you comfort. It's going to destroy you. Right. So repent. Say, Jesus, you're better. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to trust you. And I'm gonna believe in this good news that is is the is the gospel. Well, and and the the reality is is that what what does Paul say in Romans? Uh, we we start it when talking about the Romans road, the pre- presentation of the gospel. We start by by saying that all have what sinned, sinned, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so, what we have to make sure we do when looking at the person of Jesus, we have to realize he came to die for sin. He can't, and, and that's any and all sin. It's yeah. not, it's not the big sins to where because that's what if if we if we were honest, we really would like to be able to kind of measure and kind of categorize our sins. Yeah, we'd really would like to be able to say, well, my sin's not as bad as this. You know, Jesus' message wasn't, hey, repent of the big sins. It yeah. wasn't repent of the the if you've done this much bad, then you need to repent. But if you haven't, then you're 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 okay. And that's what that's what you hear a lot today yeah. is anytime we talk with somebody about repentance, well they the I I've gotten the response numerous times. I say, Well, I'm not really I, I may have messed up, but I'm not as bad as this person, yeah. right? 
That's, that's, that started in the garden. So <laughs> that started with Adam and Eve. That, that's that's an old argument, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's I mean, a way. It's too, it's too old an argument. And and what we what we do is we try. To, we're we're ultimately we're making it about us. Yeah, we're we're putting the focus back on us when. That's why we need to know who Jesus is, because Jesus is the standard. Yeah, yeah I may be better than so and so. I may have ha- I may have had a better life. I may have done better things than this individual or that person. Or we may be a better group of people than that nation or whatever it may be. But we, but when we f- turn our eyes to Jesus, the perfect, spotless Son of God, mm-hmm. who who again one hundred percent fully man had the opportunity, was was tempted and yet without sin, uh, according to Hebrews. Mm-hmm. He, the reason we have this high priest that can sympathize with us is because Jesus walked. He came and became like us so that we could become like him. Yeah. He came to be like us with except with with the exception of not walking in sin. And when we when we look to that, that changes everything. Uh, so, so Jason, I, I know looking at time again, we're, we're just, let's just go ahead and say it's going to be a two-parter because we, we still got two questions that we need to address on this. We really need to say, okay, if that's who Jesus is, if that's his message that he preached, then what did he come to do? He didn't just preach. He came and did something else. He didn't yeah. just preach, repent. He did something about that, and why does that matter? But before we get into that, just thinking about what we talked about so far, let's let's think, how does this encourage us as faithful citizens to to live faithfully for Jesus in today's society and culture? Man, I think that the big big idea here is that he did it all. Mm. He, He... we walked away from him. We said we can do this without you. We we got this. Mm-hmm. God said, "No, you can't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to send the perfect sacrifice. Right. Not because you deserve it, but because I love you, and I want to send my son to save you from your sins, give you new life, mm. not redeem, not not to let you live in the old life. And that's what I love when Corinthians he he says." You are new, mm-hmm. and that's when every time you see an encounter with Jesus, Jesus didn't see the the, uh, the woman that was about to be stoned. Said, "Okay, you're free now to go back and do what you're doing." Yeah, he says, "Go and sin no more." Okay. He takes our old life and does away with it and gives us new life. When that's what repentance is, yeah. and, and and let me let me challenge you for me as a as a faithful citizen, we can't repent and return back to exactly. sin. Yeah. We can't repent of our sin. Trust in Jesus just to return back to that. That's tough. And it, to, it, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And there, and and listen. There's days when when you're going to stray back there. Yeah. But to under, if we really understand who Jesus is, yeah. Then it really helps change everything because we, when we understand that He's not just an example to follow, He's not just a a, a better way. He is what He's saying, John. He is the only way. I am the way. And that the is an exclusive the. I am the only way, the only truth, and the only life. When we understand that, who he is, then that means, that goes back to, for us as faithful followers, we're submitting to him as king. He is 
the Son of God. He is the one who made us. He was there when the world was created, and he is the one that came and preached and called us to repent and gave his life that we're going to dive deeper into in part two. But but when we understand that, mm-hmm. it really changes our, our perspective, first off, on who we are in this world. Yeah. When we answer the question, who is Jesus, it helps us answer the question, who we are. Uh, and, and before Christ... Before understanding who Jesus was, I was a sinner. Yeah, I was broken. I was helpless. Yeah. But now that I know who Jesus is, what he said, and what he did, it changes me. Yeah, It doesn't just change what I do. It changes me. Yeah. It changes my identity. Jesus didn't come to help give us better things to do. He came to give us a new life to live. Yeah. And that is what we're called to do as faithful citizens. Anything else you got for this before we? I'm I'm excited about this topic because this is a uh, this is a deep deep topic, and uh, I think it's really going to help us dive into knowing who Jesus is, um, not from our worldview, but from the biblical worldview, and that's where it really starts out. That's and that and that's the biggest thing. Again, our whole purpose is for us to go back to the foundation, to the source. Who is Jesus, not to us, but to the Scriptures, so that we can faithfully live and follow Him. Anything else you got? I hope you all have a great week. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for listening to Faithful Citizens. Feel free to connect with us on social media through Facebook and Instagram when you search for Faithful Citizens, where you can receive highlights from the show, as well as reminders and encouragements that help you live faithfully every day. You can also message us if you have any questions about the show, or you would like to submit a question for our upcoming Q&A Ask Anything episode. Be sure to to subscribe to the show either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen to our most recent episode released every Monday. No matter what, it is our prayer that Faithful Citizens is an encouragement and resource that can help you, a citizen of God's kingdom, live for and love Jesus faithfully in today's society and culture. 